Welcome to the Money Talks for Beginners podcast. My name is Frankie Hill, a money nerd. Each week, you'll hear me talk about different ways to use money more effectively in your daily life to become a smarter finance person. Thanks for spending your time with me today. Now, let's talk about money. Welcome back to the 15th episode of Money Talks for Beginners called Types of Traders. Last episode, we talked about what are the differences between traders and investors, my experience as a pretty much a day and swing trader, and later on now, I'm more of an investor, and how, what are the pros and cons for both traders and, and investors. This episode, we are going to focus deeper and explore what the different types of traders that are out there and pretty much what are the pros and cons and ultimately you can decide for yourself uh, which type of trader you want to be yourself. So first of all, let's let's talk about uh, how many types of traders there are. There are four main types of traders that are out there. Um, The first one is called the scalp or scrape traders or scrapers. There's the day traders swing traders and position traders. So first of all, let us talk about scrape traders or scrapers. Um, Scrapers are pretty much like the day traders of day traders with very, very short time horizon. They like to make a lot of trades in a day, usually making trades every couple seconds or minutes. So scalp traders are pretty much like wholesalers um, willing to sell you for very small profit margin per unit, like maybe like five to 10% um, profit margin or per unit, but they sell a lot of of, um, volume. Think about like Walmart or Costco, their profit margin really is not, uh, per item is not that big, but they sell a lot of in bulk. And that's how they make up a difference. Instead of um, selling per unit at a much larger profit margin, they're willing to sell for a lot smaller profit margin, but more frequently. That allows them to, to accumulate a lot of profit in the long run. So that's what um, scalp, uh, scrape traders are pretty much, or scrapers are like. They just like sell you pretty much a lot of units and then, or just buy and sell a lot to generate profit. So scalp traders don't uh, really look for the large trade of, as I mentioned, instead they make a lot of small trades instead. And hopefully in time, they accumulate enough wins, uh, winning trades to make it worth it to trade this way. Oh, so one very good thing about being a uh, scraper is that you don't really need a large amount of money in order to uh, trade this way, because you are just trying to make a small amount of money each time per trade. Uh, so you might have like $10,000 and you can probably start doing five, even $5,000 possibly. Then you can start being a, a scalp or scrape trader because uh, it doesn't require a lot of money for you to do that. And hopefully you have the skill to use that five or $10,000 to pretty much make the money. Um, so usually that's one of the biggest positive thing is because of the money capital that is required to do this type of trading. But of course, uh, it's if you can mainly if you can maintain uh, that winning percentage, of course, you need to also have a pretty decent cash flow in order to maintain your positions and to make sure you can take um, the opportunities that are given to you by the market to take advantage of the trading opportunities that are out there. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think you should really try to become a scalp or a scrape uh, trader, um, especially if you are a beginner, because usually the shorter time horizon, like, I mean, like sec couple seconds and minutes, it's 
it's a lot more stressful compared to even a day trader because it's so short. The shorter it is, usually people tend to become more emotional and uh, more stressful when it when it happens, which will lead to more trading mistakes and errors. And we all know by now, mistakes in the trading slash investment world means you're losing money. And sometimes if you lose a lot of money, it'll just be a vicious cycle where you lose money, you lose some money, you try to win it back, then you begin become emotional, start revenge trading, and the cycles pretty much just goes back and, and then you end up not executing your trading plan, even as a scrape trader. So then you end up losing more money and you're willing and you end up like just try to risk risk it more in order to make back the money which is apparently not the way to do it, but it's it's in that moment, that's why you think it makes the most sense because you're becoming more emotional instead of staying um, like cool-headed and try to make money that way. In addition, the time commitment required for this type of trading is just too much. Like you're looking at the screen pretty much uh, from the market when it's open to when it's closed, and you're looking for opportunities like for trades for every, every couple seconds or a couple minutes is way too intense. So I feel like it's not a good idea, especially if you have a, diff, a day job and you're trying to be trying to um, learn how to trade um, scraping or scrapers. Um, this type of trading is, I think, is not the most ideal type of trading um, style to go first. There's other better styles that will make more sense for you, especially if you are um, just trading on the side or just try to tr trade on uh, as a part-time then it doesn't make a lot of sense to be um, a scrape trader um, there's other options um, so <clears throat> of course the time commitment is one of the biggest thing and usually it's really hard to dedicate so much time towards um, doing this type of trading and the extreme level of focus is really hard to maintain especially in the long run because you have to be there from 9 30 to 4 so in order to take advantage of opportunities and a lot of people um, don't want to really commit that much or time and work to do this type of trading so i wouldn't really recommend you also to do this type also of, of trading and lastly the more often and the more trading you do the more likelihood of you making mistakes because stats wise the more frequently you're trading the more likelihood of you increasing your chance of making mistakes and as that happens your winning percentage or the probability of you winning de decreases as your amount of trading volume increases so of course that's also depends on yourself of course but that's just my opinion and don't forget as you trade more there are transaction costs uh, involved for trading which can be uh, quite costly in the long run too but of course there are like apps like wealth, uh, wealth simple and Robinhood, which allows you to trade for free but of course they have other means or other ways to make money which uh, i think we'll just i'll just talk about that in the future too uh, but of course that's just my opinion you can of course make a lot of money as a scraper um, because of how frequently you're trading it is uh, you can, of course, make a lot of money by doing that. So, but because also, because as I mentioned, the time commitment, a lot of uh, scrapers really commit a lot of their time just focusing on specific sectors or types of securities and sometimes even how long they're willing to spend their time 
or their timing of their trades in the market to become somewhat of an expert in that area to improve their winning percentage and remain profitable in the long run. Um, for example, you might be like a scraper for high volume tech stocks, which is probably the most popular one um, because of the volume and the volatility and the liquidity involved uh, for this for this type of sector and this type of industry itself. So a lot of people do that because you need to make sure the securities you're buying have great liquidity because you want the bid and ask spread to be too big or else you're, it's really hard for you to make money. And also you want to make sure that um, you can obviously make money on it because if the volatility uh, for the price ups and downs are too low, it's hard for you to also make money on that unless you're employing a different type of strategy like uh, iron condor or some sort of ranging um, trading styles then you can, there's obviously different sectors for that but that's a different part and of course you have to remain dedicated and disciplined yourself to become a scraper and you have to be super quick at making decisions and also super quick to react to new informations and chart readings of course you have to um, stay up to date with current trends and news so a lot of traders nowadays really use more um, for this type of uh, trading um, for scrapers are used more of for algorithms or computer programs in order for them to trade because it's hard for humans mind itself to continue to stay focused um, pretty much from 9 30 to 4 p.m to trade um, and not lose focus so a lot of people really create an algorithm or a computer program just for their trading or uh, scraping purpose so the second type of uh, trader or i want to talk about is the day trader which is by far the most well-known and Pretty much everyone knows what is a day trader. A day trader, as the name suggested, they're just they're traders that trade based on a day on a daily basis, and of course the time horizon are still relatively short, but not as short as the scrape traders. So day traders usually trade in specific times as they need the trading volume and volatility of course um, to have enough liquidity to make sure the bid and ask spread is small enough and the volatility allows the day trader to have enough price differences to hopefully um, have more winning trades and in improve their chance of having a successful trading plans or trading plans um, i'd say trading plans because usually most traders have more than one plan of how to trade depending on how the market is going so if the market is more bullish they might have a more of a trading plan that's for when it's a bullish uh, situation and of course there's one for ranging and usually one when it's bearish but the most important one is the stop loss trading plan where they know how to control the risk level and the return to reward ratio so just to go back day trader usually hold position ranging from a couple of minutes to hours but they will make sure to sell all their positions at the end of the day or else it wouldn't be called day trading right <laughs> it's like so when when i was tr trying to become a day trader because you know what the money who doesn't uh, what i noticed the t uh, is the time period that has the best volume and volatilities are actually from 9 30 to 11 a.m and then 2 30 to 4 p.m um, Eastern Standard Time because I'm in Ontario. 
uh, but usually the 9.30 to 11 a.m. is by far the more important one compared to the 2.30 to 4 p.m. one because most of the time for 2.30 to 4 p.m. are just mostly for people for closing positions while the morning time, the 9.30 to 11 a.m. Uh, time are more for people opening new positions, closing off old positions, adjusting portfolios, depending on the day's news and trends that you know that happened um, a couple days ago or just yesterday and pretty much it allows the day traders to have a lot of opportunities to to enter and exit trades which creates obviously a lot of trading opportunities for them so the pros and cons of a day trader are very similar to uh, scrape traders where you don't need a lot of capital to day trade uh, per se but it has the same uh, concerns and cons as a scrape trader, but of course with less stress, time commitment, and transaction costs. Because the scrape trader is cut every couple of seconds and minutes, day traders are a couple of minutes to hours. So uh, of course it allows you to have more time to essentially let the play work out itself. And also it's less stressful because you have like a couple hours at least hopefully to see how the play works out. So in my opinion, if you want to become a day trader, you will really need a couple of years to train yourself, but it's not impossible to become a day trader yourself. Um, of course, you need to make sure you have a trading plan, um, a decent uh, risk to reward ratio, um, pretty much a stop loss plan, all the stuff we talked about in the last chapter, uh, or sorry, the last episode for uh, traders versus investors but of course you also or always need to make sure you study your charts read the news and stay up to date and stay focused and discipline yourself and of course you need to make sure you follow trading rules and plans to become a, ba a better day trader so go back to the last episode um, as i just mentioned for investors versus traders on money talks for beginners um, as I experienced as a day trader is actually still quite stressful, even if you're not um, doing the scraping um, type of style for trading. So now let us talk about what are swing traders. Swing traders are traders that hold on to positions for overnight or for a couple of days. Needless to say, swing traders have a longer time horizon compared to scrapers and day traders. Swing traders tend to, to trade by entering into, into a position when the stock prices are low and it, they wait for it to swing upwards, then they sell the stock when it reached the peak. In other words, swing traders enter into trades when stock prices are or around support level and then they sell the stock when it's at or around the resistance level. Uh, and of course, if it's their short selling, it will be the other way around. They will enter into a position when the stock prices is at or around the resistance level and then they wait for it to swing downward or pretty much goes back down uh, to the support level or around the support level or as close as possible. Pretty much you know, whatever the market gives you, the swing trader will take, but that's the idea behind it. And of course, they will sell the um, stock when they're short selling this way. So of course, um, 
like all traders, swing traders also have to make sure they have good technical analysis, like what is the support level, what's the resistance level, what's the moving average and candlesticks patterns to make sure they can identify potential pullbacks and outbreaks. So if you want to learn more about what are technical analysis and candlesticks patterns that are out there, you can go back to my 12th and 13th episode on Money Talks for Beginners. So swing traders tend to have more capital to trade compared to day and scrape traders because swing traders essentially tend to have a bit more money. They need to make sure they have also pretty decent fundamental, macro, and also trend analysis ready before they enter into trade because they are trading with a bigger amount of money. So they have to make sure they have all this stuff down and ready and before they even enter a trade compared to a scrape and a day trader. Of course, you know, both the other two type of traders also requires the some form of fundamental, uh, macro and also trend analysis, but because the sh- the time period is so short for the first two, it tends to lean more towards the trend analysis and also macro. Usually they'll just ignore the fundamental um, most of the time outright. Um, so of course the swing traders are not looking for making small amount of money per trade. They're not relying more on the trading volume to accumulate a fair amount of profit. Instead, swing traders are they tr- tend to trade less and less frequently compared to the first two type of traders. So their <clears throat> swing traders are more looking for trying to make more profit per trade compared to the first two type of trade. So now the pros of being a swing trader is that you can still trade while you're working your day job, which is a huge plus, especially if you're like me, I have a day job, but if you still wanted to trade on side, swing trader or swing trading, it's a pretty big plus in your mind. And it's quite friendly also to um, beginners. So swing traders tends to be less stressful and easier to control your emotion because of the longer time horizon. Um, that's given to you and it's called of course uh, they also have would have less transaction costs sadly swing traders also comes with its downside like overnight risk and they require more areas to look at as i mentioned the more in-depth analysis for fundamental technical macro and trend analysis but in my opinion if you want to start learning to trade swing trader or swing trading is definitely one of the better choice a better way to learn how to trade um, because you know you you would make mistakes and mistakes cost money but if you practice as a swing trader then you might have less chance of losing money hopefully and also it's easier to control your emotion and it's less stressful um, you also still need to stay up to date with the news and all the current information but you will you would have a longer short to medium time horizon and the most important part for average joes like like us or like me you can trade while you're still at work which is great for me but of course you need to still need to stay focused and make sure you cover all your bases so now that's pretty much what it is swing trading essentially you're just if you're longing it then you're buying the stock when it's at support and then you're selling when it's at 
resistance and uh, other way around if you're short selling you'll be buying when it's at resistance and you'll be selling when it's at support so of course you need to make sure you have good technical analysis for that part too but swing traders essentially uh, i would recommend everyone to try that especially if you are a beginner or you want to keep your day job but you st you want to still trade so i would recommend this type of trading style or this become a swing trader if you are someone that's relatively busy at work but you still have some spare time then you can think about doing swing traders now if you definitely don't have much time at work oh left time left at work sorry um, then you might want to consider the last type of traders which i call position traders position traders are very much like investors where they use more actually more fundamental analysis to identify securities to buy and then they use technical analysis really just to enter and exit positions the one major difference between a position trader and an investor itself is position traders usually only really hold onto a position for a couple of weeks or months then they sell it while investors can hold on for years or even decades Position traders usually have the largest capital to use and they have the most patience to hold on to their positions too. Position traders are quite friendly for beginners, just like swing traders, um, because they even have a much longer time horizon. Um, you don't, they, position traders, obviously, they don't commit as much time to their craft to become a better trader. They might have less profit margin comparison to the first especially the first two type and even swing traders because they don't really trade that often at all uh, and of course position traders they don't want to commit too much time and dedication to execute their trading plans or you or you really have a trading plan so a swing a position traders can really help you have the time and give you the experience hopefully in the long run to develop an actual trading plan then you can move on to become a swing trader day trader or a, a scrape trader later on yourself depending of course on yourself so but position traders also needs to make sure they developed a acceptable risk to return ratio yourself like every other traders and pretty much a lot of position trader really just ignore a lot of the securities short-term fluctuations because it doesn't matter to them too much because they're holding on for a couple of weeks or a couple of months which can really keep or make sure that you stay sane but your potential profit margin as i mentioned compared to the other three types of traders uh, is tend to be more on the low side um, because business traders are pretty much are like average investors are so close the rules for more for investors more applies more to the position traders then position traders applies to trading or traders uh, plans because they're so close so it's just that position traders essentially they're buying and holding a position for a couple of weeks and or for a couple of months so they just have a shorter time horizon compared to an investor but everything else they're looking at it's more what an investor are looking at so they're not really following more of a trader or a trading plan but more they're following more of an investor's plan so if you want to learn more about that just go back to the last episode for traders versus investors and they'll give you more detail regarding this area so now let me rehash or give you 
or to tell you what was some of the stuff I talked about last week regarding training plans, just to give you an overview, because this pretty much applies to all four types of traders. So I just want to go through some of the trading plans and some of the rules that, um, as I talked about before. So first of all, don't get emotional and keep your emotion in check, which is a lot harder than it seems, sadly. Understand what kind of trader you are, depending on your account size, personality, risk tolerance, trading experience, how much time you want to dedicate to trading, and of course, did I mention emotional control and patience. So for example, if you are, as we went through all the four types of traders now, if you have a relatively small account size, you have pretty much a high risk tolerance and you have a, some sort of trading experience and you are willing to dedicate a lot of time to trading. And of course you have great emotional control and you have patience to wait for the correct entry or correct signals for you to enter and exit a position. Then of course you are looking at becoming more of a scrape or a day trader yourself. Um, if you are on the other way around, you have a bigger account size, you have medium-ish uh, risk tolerance in the trading world sense, of course. You have some sort of trading experience, but you don't really want, of course, to dedicate too much time or as much time to trading compared to before. Uh, and you have some sort of emotional control, of course, and you're patient enough to still trade. So, of course, then you'll lean towards more of a swing trader or a position trader type of trader. Um, so, of course, that's, you know, I'm just giving you an example, of course, but you can decide for yourself which type of traders you want to try to become yourself. Of course, if you are a beginner, it tends to be friendlier if you are, if you start off as a swing or position trader as you develop your own trading plan, or you can just YOLO, like on the people on the Wall Street bets. You can do that too. Yeah, well, pretty, pretty fun though. Make sure you post it on, online though. Um, so of course that's one type and of course if you are a beginner make sure you practice with paper money first So it's pretty much money on fake accounts to understand how to trade yourself and you have to understand um, You go win some and you go lose some you're not gonna win all of them and of course if you can maintain a pretty decent um, risk to reward ratio uh, as I mentioned before in the last episode a pretty decent winning percent, winning and losing percentage, which hopefully it's above 50%, then, or, and a risk to return ratio of like maybe three to one or five to one, then you're doing pretty good um, on your trading game. And one thing make sure is if you have a losing trade, don't be stubborn, sell it, um, have a cut loss strategy. A lot of people would be like, okay, after like, if it's down 20 or 30%, then I'll cut. Stick to it because if you hold on to it, there's a good or high likelihood that will drop even more. And the other way, of course, applies too. If the stock price or the stock is going up, don't cut it too short. Of course, have an idea how much percent, percent you want to win or you, you want to earn before you start selling. But if the stock price is still going up, they still have strong momentum, it doesn't look like it looks like it's slowing down anytime soon, don't sell it short. That's a terrible idea. Uh, of course, if you can maintain a 60 or 70% winning rate, then you'll be one wealthy man and woman. And stick to your charts and trade what you see, not what you want to see. It is very important. So this point, is, this point I just mentioned, of course, is 
look at what you have you see in the chart don't look at what you want to believe um, as i mentioned this before you can go back to last episode and it that it will explain better for you and of course you need to make sure you have the right chart and of course you have to understand that there's risk involved and you have to understand you might potentially lose a lot of money too if you are if you want to trade or become a trader yourself especially a lot of traders um went bust once or twice even or even multiple times before they reach to what um, their level of trading experience and trading skills that they have at the current moment um, so i just want to mention that too of course that these are the four main types of traders that are out there there are also other type of traders that are less popular and less well known like the hedgers and the option traders because often trading is essentially even more risky i think in a sense compared to just buying the security like stocks and then just buy and sell that also there is the forex traders um they pretty much use the same idea for technical analysis and stuff but they look at more of a macro economics point of view and this one of course i haven't been a forex trader so it's hard for me to comment on it but maybe later on i'll do um an episode just for options what are options what are call and put options i will talk to you guys about that later on too so um that's it for today thank you guys for joining me today on money talks for beginners for the 15th episode called types of investors next episode we are going to talk about what are active and passive investment approaches thank you thanks again for listening to money talks for beginners my name is frank hill i'm money nerd uh if you are interested uh, or do you want to hear more content about money talks for beginners please consider joining the instagram for money talks for beginners thank you and have a nice day bye